That is a classic show. How can you even compare the two? It was the last season of The Americans. I absolutely adored that show. Come on, we need to find some rockets. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard on Sensibly Loud Radio. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Sensibly Loud Radio. It's your main host, J-Mac, here, and I am in the studio with B-Easy Brandon himself. Brandon, good evening. How's it going? It's going great. How's it going, J-Mac? Oh, great to be back at uh, SLM HQ here. Indeed, yeah. We took a little bit of a break, but, you know, it's been... uh been a little bit of a busy month obviously preparing for christmas and then you got the end of the year stuff and you and i are both have managerial jobs so that's always time consuming yeah managerial is a stretch probably but you know it's fine it's it's cool i'm not discrediting <laughs> myself but i'm crediting myself just enough uh yeah man it's the holidays there's a lot going on uh sports have been crazy i've been watching football like i'm like a madman. I mean, we've been working all the Twitter accounts. We just we've been doing a lot. JB has been blogging like a madman. He's released like eight or nine bowl picks so far, and he's been right on every single one of them. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, I, it's hard to not not you know put your money with the guy. If I were a betting man, you know, I probably would. He's if per- if you bet, yeah, correct. He's in New York right now, and he just texted me a little bit, and uh, and I know he's drunk as hell. But he texted me a little bit ago and said, your nightly update is that I'm 8-0 on perfect bowl games. So, <laughs> I was, so he's in New York. Yep. And we got uh, Ben himself is over in Denver. Yep, and Sam's covering Atlanta. So we got SLM all over the place, man. It's pretty great. And the yeah. thing is, uh, I was going to have Jason call into the show, but I think he's probably had a few too many cocktails. So uh, we're going to start giving the number out, I think, here pretty soon so people can leave us voicemails. We can answer questions, play them on the air, all that kind of stuff. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Maybe we have some surprise guests call in. Yeah, exactly. So give it, I'd say give it maybe another month, and I think we'll have that capability all worked out and ready to roll. Yeah, 2019 is going to be a, an awesome year. I've been very happy with how things have been going uh, between us as well as with all of the rest of Sensibly Live Media. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be an exciting year. A lot of... A lot of changes, a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming down the pike. So, listeners, stay tuned. Yeah, man. One of the biggest things is, and we've talked about this just a tad, but we're getting a new website, and it's something that is absolutely necessary. Our blogs and everything are a mess right now. It's not user friendly. Any of that stuff. It looks like a template. We're designing our own shit. It's going to be great. You and I are going to put in a ton of work on this thing. I can't. I absolutely can't wait, man. It's going to be great. Yeah, so between that, uh, we're also making some equipment changes that will occur. You and I are going to get some newer mics. I know you already have that masterful, comfortable chair that you're sitting in right now. I took the tags <laughs> off the chair, if you noticed. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that way uh, Penny the cat doesn't uh, attack. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, but I think some things we've talked about, too, is you know maybe some possible video capabilities and stuff like that. So I think 2019 is going to be a big year for us. It, 2018 was a hell of a ride to start the whole thing. Uh, I can't believe this company is almost a year old already. It's absolutely insane. But only probably in the last six months have we really started to step things up. And, like, you know, you came aboard, which has really, really been helpful. And, uh, you know, JB came aboard, and he's been a big lift. And and everybody else has been putting out good content, too, and and stepping their games up in different ways. And it's really great, man. It's a cool thing to be a part of because nobody has to do this. But we, we enjoy doing it, and that's why we do it. And we want our, you know, our opinions and voices out there. So, 2019 holds big things and, and, you know, to the moon the way I look at it. 
Yeah. And, and to our listeners credit too, I mean, they've been, uh, contributing and with our social media accounts, you know, yeah. I know over on Facebook, I, I made a post the other night, just kind of uh, curious and asking people, what are some of the, the funniest moments in movies or a, a TV series, a, a scene that they can recall. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we just got a whole list of them. So yeah, we really did, man. People jumped on the bandwagon quick. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's probably the most overlooked part and the, the part that shouldn't be overlooked at all is the fans. And, you know, we appreciate all of the support that we've had and the opinions and the critiques and, and all that. We couldn't do that without everybody. So it's important and it's, uh, we feel like we have a good message. We feel like we have good personalities here. I mean, Ben ate 27 Oreos the other day, for God's sakes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, nothing says community more. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, and that sparked a, an amazing conversation amongst all the personalities. We have this giant group chat that is just, it is unbelievable all the time. It really is. Everybody in it is just electric all the time. Every time you go back and look at whenever you have, you know, 47 messages on your phone and you know, you look back at this whole group chat, you're like, what the hell? How did we get here? <laughs> yeah. What is this insanity? Yeah. But uh, we really couldn't do it without the fans, man. And that, that's the reason we do it. It's an, it's enjoyable, but it's also for, for the listeners. Yep, absolutely. We're trying to build a, a community. It's, it's as much uh, about, us having fun and as it is with just involving everybody else and whoever wants to contribute and take part. So something that we haven't made a decision on yet. And I would, I would, I'm soliciting feedback from our listeners here is, are we going to have a comment section on all the blogs and all the news on the new site? That's something we're kicking around still. I think so. Cause I want to hear, you know, I want to hear what everybody has to think, but you know, that can be abused too these days. Yeah, it can, but uh, you know that's the the joys of the internet, right? Not that I care, but I'm just saying. Yeah, well, we have uh, so many views and, and so much traction uh, more on our blogs than I think anything else. You know, it's competing pretty much neck and neck with uh, these audio streams, these podcasts that we're doing. That why not? Yeah, no, for sure, it's doing good. You know, we're doing good numbers there too. And I think I, I've backed off blogging a little bit lately, and I think that that's a mistake. So I think I'm gonna have to, you know, Papa Bear is gonna have to jump back on the on the bandwagon and, and show show everybody how to do it, and you know, make sure everybody you know steps their game up. So that's fine. I'm happy to do it. But I've been editing. I've been working on a lot of other stuff for the company lately. So I've been a little less present there. But I think it's something I need to jump back on. And you and I have actually been talking about that. That I'm I'm. I need to jump back on that. So I'm going to be doing that. Well, you know, to, and to be fair, you know, it's like, you've had a lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah, I have to, it's just been busy and that's why, you know, our listeners, uh, again, I had made that post just letting people know we, we took a little bit of a break last week because we got a lot going on and everybody understands that with the holidays and stuff coming up, how, uh, you know, tumultuous that can be planning that out. But, uh, but you know, you've had a lot more going on in your life, uh, lately. Uh, so, so what's been going on, dude? Yeah. So uh, outside of the company stuff, which is 90% of it, because I mean, I'm telling you, man, like I'm walking around all day, I'm tweeting from all the accounts. I'm, you know, queuing up things. I'm thinking about different things. And, you know, on top of that, like you said, we have jobs and stuff too on, you know, on top of all that. And then, I actually, unfortunately, lost an aunt this past week, and she uh, she passed away of cancer. So, fuck cancer, first of all. Yeah, yeah terrible. Um, it's a sudden thing and all that. So, you know, I mean, it's wasn't a long, drawn-out thing. But I don't want to harp on that too much. May she rest in peace. Uh, the thing that is really interesting about this 
is so she lived in Tampa, Florida, actually Clearwater, Florida specifically. Now, do you know what is specific to Clearwater, Florida? Uh, no, I don't. So Clearwater, Florida is one of the heads of the Church of Scientology. And my aunt was actually involved in the Church of Scientology. And I have nothing to do with any of that. And that, you know, whatever, whatever you got to do, I guess, to live your life. But that is definitely not my bag. Shocking, right? They don't want a sharp tooth guy. <laughs> a Red right. Sox fan does. Someone who's who's uh, very opinionated. Correct. And afraid, you know. <laughs> yeah. And not afraid to express that in any shape or form. Probably not their target audience. But nonetheless, I'm going to go to Florida this week, which another thing. Everybody knows my thoughts about Florida. Not great. <laughs> right. Not yeah. a fan. Yeah. We've discussed this in past episodes. Indeed. We have discussed this at length. Not a fan of Florida. Uh, so it's actually going to be in January in a couple of weeks. So uh, I'm literally flying in Friday night. I get in at like 11. I'm there's I'm staying at a Hyatt that's right near the, the airport. The funeral the next morning is at 11. So I'm going to the Church of Scientology. So you can absolutely bet I'll be writing blogs and talking about that on the show. Because So I thought about this from a lot of levels. I don't want to draw the ire of these assholes. But you know what? Fuck that. I'm doing it for the content. It's going to happen. So I'm going to be giving a review of how this Scientology funeral goes. Yeah, I'm, you know, we talked about this a little bit off air. And, and I'm, I'm kind of curious what the funeral procession, you know, how that's all laid out and, and yeah. how they do things so at first this kind of freaked me out because i you know you hear so it's one of those things where it's like you know it's looked at as a cult and all that but you know it's probably not nearly as bad as the media and public make it out to be i mean it, it is don't get me wrong it's not something to be taken lightly but at the same time to, to their credit they're probably painted in a really terrible light overall i would say right i mean that's what the media does right right so yeah, yeah they try but i mean we, we're, we're kind of the media so i mean i don't you know however you want to look at that <laughs> <laughs> but the the point is i i didn't know what to expect and so like it made me really nervous and i'm like you know what like i don't want to like i because it's one of those things like i plead absolute ignorance i don't know you know so i don't want to like make any assumptions because that's not fair and you know i want to try to be open-minded about this because it was her faith or whatever however you want to look at that but you know, like that's how people view this thing. So I, I try to be respectful of that and think through it. Right? Uh, if you don't mind my asking, how long did she practice or oh, remember? 30 years, 30, 40 years, something wow. like that. Long time, most of her life. And the thing is, she was a very much, like I say this with all due respect, she was very much of a train wreck of a person. And ironically, that was one of the only things that really helped her in life. Is, and it gave her structure, people telling her what to do and how to do it. So you know what? To each his own. And that's how I've always looked at it is... You know, if, if that's what helps you, then it is what it is. That's not for me, but that doesn't mean it's bad or whatever. I don't really, you know, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with what they do, but I, I'd also, I don't think it's fair to reject someone for their, their beliefs like that. Right. That's right. Right. You know, we're, we're, we've evolved more as people. Well, we haven't, but we should have. And the only reason that we don't is because we think naively like that. So. I say all that to say I had no idea what I was walking into, and so I wanted to try to give it a fair chance, but I was also really kind of freaked out by it, right? Yeah. And so I started looking into it a little bit today, and I Googled what to expect at a Scientology funeral. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, of course, so I found a Quora, you know, forum, which is kind of like Yahoo Answers, and it's pretty usually relatively reliable, and I was just looking for a general consensus. I wasn't looking for anything definitive or anything. And, you know, someone had asked, you know, it's like a mom, like friend's mom's funeral, you know, should I go? Like, I don't want to be try, try to be converted or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. And that's exactly where my mind was, too, because, again, 
complete ignorance. I don't know. I don't know how that works, you know? And I, I didn't, you know, I just didn't, I didn't feel like that was like the place or time for that kind of thing. And it's, I mean, it wouldn't be with me no matter what, but you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. And, and so I Googled into it a little bit, found this article. And so, of course, all of the articles that or all of the, the responses were very, very defensive at first. They were like, oh, well, you know, that's just what the media wants you to believe. You know, I've been a Scientologist my whole life and that's never the case, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I will answer your question and went on to answer the question. But every single response was like that, where it was in defense of the church. It was a sandwich of a defense. So it was defense. It was answer the question and then another defense and it was done. Okay. And it was just over and over and over. But overall, I'm not worried about it at all. I think it's going to be interesting. You know, I, I don't, again, I'm not there to judge or anything like that. But I'm literally turning around and flying home that day. Like the funeral's at 11. I'm out of there by 2 o'clock. <laughs> Yeah, no, no more uh, exposure to Florida. No, dude, I'm literally gonna be. I I told uh, Claire, my wife, that we're sleeping in our bed that night. <laughs> we're going back home, so that's what's happening. And so I'm flying back in there real quick. I'm literally not even there for twelve hours, but okay. it's gonna be good content. I think it'll it'll be very interesting, and it'll probably be really interesting to see like how many friends that she had, and yeah. You know, what other people say about her, but it's a celebrate. I mean, overall the consensus I got is that it's a celebration of their life. Yeah. And that's all that matters. That's what a a memorial like that's supposed to be. Right. Exactly. So at least they got that part of it, right. You know, correct. Um, So going back to what you said, which I found interesting was really just focusing on how, how committed she was and how she, she wanted, uh, you know, kind of stability in her life and how that it, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of people that say, for example, go to the military when they're young because, you know, they know that they need stability. Nothing wrong with that. Not to say that everybody that goes there needs stability, but, you know, yeah. So to each his own, man, to each his own. Not everybody finds peace that same way. And so if you find peace, what more could you really ask for? Yeah, that's the way I look at it. But yeah, some people need that. Some people need military. It doesn't, you know, it. It, it, it's just different. So anyway, it's going to be an interesting experience. I can't wait to report back. You know, of course I've, I've solicited some friends opinions and feedback and stuff like that. And, you know, I've gotten the standard, you know, you should go in the front door of the church and say that you've got a, an appointment with David Miscavige and you know, all this. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I, I really dude. So between the, the smash mouth incident and oh, yeah. the, the amount of NBA players that have blocked me, and the the trolls from Ohio State and, you know, every every other battle that I'm fighting around here, I don't need those people on our asses. I really don't. Yeah. Or maybe we do. I don't know. Because maybe that launches us into stardom. I don't know. Well, you know, I, I don't think you're looking to be, you know, uh, vicious against them or anything like that you're just going to speak your mind so Correct. it'll be interesting to see what the proceedings are going to be like yeah i, I think it's going to be really simple though I, I really do feel like the funeral part will be simple if i weren't going for my aunt's funeral i feel like i would stir the pot because i'm known to do that yeah i mean as long as they don't dress her up in a xenu costume and all that kind of oh stuff. she was cremated and everything but the the okay. uh the body so part of it is the body isn't even there because part of their their belief is that the the you know that le- it, it's like, like the, the body goes back towards yeah exactly i guess just like any other right, belief right, right. yeah but anyway it's going to be an interesting experience so i will 
more to come, believe me. Well, look forward to at least you're going to Florida and it's December and not July or August. There is nothing, never a circumstance where you can start off saying at least you're going to Florida and it's going to end positively for me, period. There's not one. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying at least it's not going to feel like it's from the pit of hell, you know? It's always the pit of hell, man. (laughs) That place is the worst. The whole state is awful. Just avoid going to Walmarts and stuff. You'll be all right. No problem. But, I'm ne- but the, that's the thing. I didn't even leave time for Walmart shopping. <laughs> I'm getting the hell out of Dodge as soon as possible. Gotcha. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. But yeah, so I got that. I mean, it's it's a weird thing, right? It's a, it's a sad thing, and it but it's a celebration the way I look at it, and it's going in support of my family and all that. So, you know, it'll be fine. And the hell of it is, uh, about two and a half weeks, not even two and a half weeks later, like two weeks later, I'm going to Colorado. Sam and I do a a retreat type of thing every year with a a bunch of couples and friends that we know from around the country. And so we're going to be going up there and that's where we got the Carl drop from last year is skiing in Vail. So I think, I think, So did we ever tell the story about that? No. Of where that came from? Okay, so we go to Colorado every year for this whole expedition thing. And it's a good time. This is the fifth year, uh, fourth year we're going. You know, we get a house up there and everything. And, uh, you know, it's a good time. It's a good getaway for everybody. And good times to see everybody. Like uh, Jimmy Midtown comes because he lives in New York. And we don't get to see him. And, uh, you know, some friends from all around. You know, we've got friends in D.C. And, and all kinds. You know, Sam's in Atlanta. So... Uh, it's everywhere, and so everybody kind of convenes, and a good buddy of ours named Carl uh, usually goes, but this one particular year, this was probably two years ago now, he decided to skip it. Uh, he had planned to go, and it's a long story, but anyway, he ended up bailing on the trip, more or less. And a buddy of mine, another buddy of mine that goes on this trip with us, him and I went and had drinks with Carl one night, and we're trying to convince him to go on this trip before we went. And... We couldn't convince him to go, and so we promised him that we would film a video of me skiing down a hill, of us skiing down a hill, screaming his name. And he was like, "I'm holding you to this." So, of course, I was gonna, you know, follow through with my promise. And so, I had my buddy go down to the bottom of a hill, and I said, "Okay, I don't know how loud I have to be here, you know, I don't know how this is gonna come out, but we're just gonna try it and see how it goes, and I'm just gonna yell his name as loud as I possibly can." And so he was like, okay, great. That sounds good. And so my buddy Anthony skis on, goes all the way down to the bottom. I can see he's set up. He waves his arms at me, or he waves his ski poles at me because, you know, that we kind of decide on a signal and, you know, that he was filming and good to go. And then I ski down. And so as I ski down, I started screaming. So play it again real quick. (laughs) And so I started screaming his name. And as I went down and as I was, out into like probably the long drawn out a of the Carl. I heard my voice reverberating off of the trees on both sides of me. And all I could think was, yeah, that's probably loud enough. (laughs) (laughs) I bet everybody stopped to look. Dude. Like who the hell is that idiot? We did this on like a, a really sharp green. So whenever you go skiing, for those that don't ski, it's a green is the easiest blues intermediate and black is, the advanced. And so we went on a real sharp green. That was a real fast downhill borderline could have been blue and, you know, so like easy to intermediate. And so you've got a lot of, a lot of families around and stuff like that. People learning how to ski and people, you know, trying to take it easy and don't do it a lot, that kind of thing. 
And so it was a pretty wide open area, but there were definitely families around. And as I, I mean, it was one of those things where I swept, you know, looking around as I screamed it and I could hear my voice bumping back and forth and everybody was just stopped and staring at me. <laughs> and I just had, you know, and I, and the thing is we'll have to post the video. I've got to find the video in its purest form because it's really, really spotty. But the thing is I'm skiing straight down the hill and I have my arms just straight up in the air and I'm just holding the poles and I'm just flying down a hill on two pieces of wood screaming the, the name Carl. <laughs> yeah. It's a very triumphant video. Yes, dude. It really, really is. And it just, you fire off one more time, but it just, it, you could just hear it going between the trees. If you're really listening for it. And the end of the video is me just rushing by Anthony, and that's it. <laughs> so is Carl going to be there? Carl will be there. So awesome. that should be good times. So again, content, content, content. Yeah, man. I can't wait to hear uh, what funny stories you got. And Oh, there's going to be video. We're, we got. I, I think, I, I've been contemplating, but I think we may be able to do some remotes and just call into you and do a roundtable that way. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. You're going to have the uh, lapel mics? Yeah, I think so. I think that's how we'll do it. And so we'll have everybody. We'll have uh, Jimmy Midtown will be there. We'll rotate Carl in. We'll rotate Anthony in. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I think we'll, we'll have some fun. We'll do something like that. Right on. Yeah. So I'm excited for that, man. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy month coming up. A lot going on. A lot of getting ready for baseball season. Uh, we just did an episode of The Outfielder yesterday uh, about 10 Cent Beer Night. What would you think? Man, it was hilarious. That was... That was one of the best things to take part of next to the World Series watch that we did. Oh, man. We were just talking about that. That's that's a must listen if you haven't gone back and listened to that. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but Tencent Beer Night was hilarious. Uh, basically, Ben and Justin recorded themselves as old-time reporters from back in the day for an incident that happened in the 70s, and that was between the Indians and the Rangers. And it was uh, the Rangers, what was it, the first season that they were a franchise? Yeah, right? first season they were a franchise, yeah. Right. And so apparently there was a 10 cent beer night and it got out of hand. Uh, crowd were, were getting ridiculous. People ended up on the field going after a certain player's hat. Yeah, man. Yeah, things got out of control real quick. So we, we definitely talked about that. Ben had one of the most epic slip ups of the tongue I've ever heard. The whole thing was great, man. It was a blast and a half to do. We talked about whatever we started the outfielder doing it as a half historical type of pod, but it didn't really make sense to do it that way during the season. So it's really awesome to be able to get back to those roots now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you have that slip of the tongue of Ben? Nine or 19 people were a fisted. <laughs> Nine uh, or 19 people were a fisted. What was he trying to say there? They were, I think he meant to say accosted. Maybe yeah. That's what he meant to say. Or officially or something like that. But regardless, yeah. It was hilarious. So, yeah, uh, but we're getting ready for baseball season. We got this new website launch. You know, I mean, I'm going to be gone most of January. Lots of good stuff, man, but we won't let the content die. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, things are just going to get better and better from here on out. I know it, man. Uh, what else has been going on? Uh, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> with that post that I made the other day, uh, going back to that with funny moments, uh, we had several people uh, chime in. Uh, you had some about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. There were some great clips. That there. was Claire's, I think, actually. 
Yeah. And shout out to my friend Peter who posted the clip from uh from Step uh no uh old school. Yeah, clip With from the dart old in school, the neck, right? You got a dart in your neck, man. <laughs> I like you, but you're crazy. That was one of my favorite <laughs> Sean William Scott roles. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, that guy's hilarious in that. And then uh Get Off the Shed, SNL sketch with Will Ferrell. That's a classic. Uh, Another one of the other guys, the tuna versus the lion, Mark Wahlberg and Wolf. Oh, that's the one I posted. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. good. I just we you and I like actually checked into that just the other night out of randomness. And I had just been thinking about it and was like, Yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> yep. And then of course, one of my favorites, which uh I don't know if we still have gotten to the bottom of this mystery, but somebody from our account uh posted as sensibly loud media and posted the uh, clip from Christmas Vacation of, uh, have you checked our shitter, Sonny? <laughs> the shitter is full. Outside. The shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> so I know exactly who that was. Um, yeah. and I'll, or I'll tell you how it happened. Okay. So Sam is not a social media guy much. Shocking, right? Yeah, yeah not too shocked. Yeah. And so the other day, I messaged our big group that we have and said, hey, everybody go comment on Brandon's post that you had made. And because I wanted everybody, I wanted us to get out the videos that like the shitters full one, for example, I wanted us to get to that one first because that's just a classic. I want our listeners to dig a little bit and think, you know. Oh, yeah. I message everybody, everybody, I tell everybody to do that. Great. So then I get a text from Sam. So everybody does it. And then today, I, so this was two or three days ago, I get a text from Sam today that says, hey, I can't find that post for the life of me, which, does, again, does not surprise me. So I said, tell you what, I'll tag you in it. Just go comment on that. He said, and he gets, sends me back a thumbs up. I get the update a little bit later that, <laughs> that says that Sensibly Loud Media, in other words, he was commenting out as the post instead of, right. or as the company instead of his own, and he put the shitter as full one on there. So... Uh, not to dox anybody, but it was Sam. <laughs> what did I comment on it? Uh, oh, you basically said, what is funnier, this video or the fact that somebody posted this from the main account? Can't decide. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. Like, that's the <laughs> thing. Like, I run this shit all day long, and I forget what I comment on what a lot of times because it's just part of it. Oh, it's it's always chaos. I mean, even when it comes to just, you know, social media in general. Exactly. It's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, so so that was pretty awesome. Uh, I, I definitely enjoy giving Sam a hard time about it. But the thing is, so I commented that on it. There's about a, a 90% chance I'd give it that he never even sees my smart-ass comment about it. Yeah, probably not. Or realizes why. <laughs> so would you, uh, which going back to that, Christmas Vacation. I love all the vacation movies except for this most recent one that doesn't count. Uh, but anything with Clark Griswold is perfection um as far as that movie is concerned would you rank that as one of your most favorite christmas movies absolutely if not my favorite christmas movie really okay so first of all i'm not getting into it about jimmy stewart again with ben i'm not doing that (laughs) Uh, i think that came up on our facebook page the other day too uh not doing that with him again though so would you consider planes trains and automobiles a thanksgiving movie Yes, okay. that's definitely a Thanksgiving movie. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's that time, but it's still just the, the holiday time of the year, so I didn't know if it really falls under that or not. Uh, but that's a that's a classic. But that if, if that's Bird Day, then I'll give it that. I'm trying to think. I don't know what else would top that, to be honest with you. What's your favorite? Well, I, it's funny because I was talking about this with a friend of mine the other day, and it's funny how when you're a kid, 
the uh, Christmas story movie, you know, comes to mind. Pretty good. And don't shoot your eye out, all that stuff. And it's classic. And as a kid, you just can't get enough of it because it captures like the essence of what it is to be a kid and Christmas yeah. morning and all that stuff. And then as you get older and maybe it's TBS's fault because they just run it nonstop. It is. You get tired of seeing it. And, uh, and then as you get older, like I gravitated, I started to appreciate and gravitate more towards Christmas vacation. Yep. Uh, so Christmas vacations definitely up there, but you know, one movie that always gets overlooked is Die Hard. Yeah, that's true. That's one of the penultimate Christmas movies. I mean, it's got everything in it. The whole reason, the whole premise is all set up is because he's a, he's flying all the way from New York to L.A. in the Fox building. Um, but, you know, it's called Nakatomi Plaza for the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Christmas music in it. There's mention of New Year's, all kinds of stuff. Yep, that is very true. I feel like... I agree with you on the Christmas story. I feel like they drove it into the ground, unfortunately. Yeah, that's definitely the case with that movie, because I don't even really enjoy that movie anymore. And I used to always enjoy that movie. Yeah. Well, one thing, one movie that I'd rank a little bit higher than that as well is Home Alone. Oh, yeah, dude. Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Both are on the same plane, I think. Did you see the Home Alone trailer the other day with Macaulay Culkin in it? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. So with uh, for Google Assistant, yeah, I yeah. thought it was great. Pretty damn funny, man. Pretty damn yeah. funny. I remember seeing the the first Home Alone when I was a kid when that came out in oh, 1990, yeah. I want to say it was. 90, yep. Yeah. And, of course, I was like five. Yeah, I saw it too. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was great. And, yeah. of course, everybody wanted to be uh, the character. Everybody wanted to be Kevin McAllister, you know, because oh, yeah. he's setting up all the cool traps and he's just he's so cool and, you know, got everything all figured out and he's funny. And <laughs> I remember after seeing that movie – my dad would tease me because when I was little, I actually looked a little bit like Macaulay Culkin. And so, you know, he teased me and I'd just be like, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I, I love that movie. I think that's those two are golly. I think I'd have to put Christmas vacation over those two, but not by a lot. Not by I a agree lot. With that. Yeah. You know, what's an underrated Christmas movie that Claire and I watched the other day is four Christmases. Oh, with yeah. Vince Vaughn and uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and he ends up getting sick and he throws up all over, uh, what's his name? Well, the baby throws up and then he throws up. And then he throws <laughs> while they're playing cards. Yeah. Um, no, but it's got, there's so many plot lines John to Favreau, it. Like That's who it was. Yeah, and John Favreau fucking beats, no, 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 you're thinking of I Love You, Man. No. No, that's the when he burps in his face. Yeah. No, 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 no. And 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 I love you, man. Paul Rudd vomits all over John Favreau. Yeah, I maybe I'm confusing it with that. Yeah, but John it, Favreau is in that movie in Four Christmases. He's uh Vince Vaughn's brother, and he's an he's like a UFC trained cage fighter. Yeah. And dude, the other person that's his brother, his other brother is Tim McGraw. Oh yeah. Man, dude, it's they been just, a while since I've seen that movie. Dude, they I, whipped I the living shit out of him in that in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, at one point, they're, like, beating the hell out of him, and the kids are running up. They're, like, you know, 8 and 10 years old, and they're like, tag me in, tag me in! And they, like, tag him in. He runs over there and just starts beating the living hell out of him, his chest. And he's like, ah. <laughs> It's just ridiculous, dude. <laughs> oh, man. There's yeah, that, and then there's, uh, he goes to, like, because their parents, both their parents are divorced, and so they're going to four different Christmases. And then the other thing is the guy that, uh, like, they go to his mom's house, Vince Vaughn's mom's house, who is Sissy Spacek. She's dating this guy who is his best friend growing up. 
So it'd be like you dating my mom. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I'm not trying to be your father. I just want to be your friend. And he's like, we were friends until you started dating my mom. <laughs> you know, it'd be more uncomfortable than me dating your mom. What's that? Vegas Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Or Ben. That'd be upsetting. Oh, man. That, <laughs> yeah. And Ben just talks like some 1940s guy. Oh, my just, God. Like, Dude, I, I would end this company. I would be done with all of this. Over the top. <laughs> what do you think, Paul? <laughs> exactly like that. I love that. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, he is. That, that would, that's insane. But, yeah, man, that's a pretty underrated Christmas movie, I feel like, um, overall. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that one another shot. I remember seeing it in the, mo- in the theater when it came out, but, uh, God, that must have been 2008. When it came out. Yeah, two, yeah, 2008. Yeah, I think it's it might be on the Plex server. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll check that out. But, yeah, those are the ones that come to mind for me, Be Home Alone, Die Hard, and uh, – Christmas vacation. If you're going to rank the vacation movies, how do you rank them? Ooh, that's a good question. So I'd, I'd have to put the very first family vacation at, as number one. Okay. That's just got so many parts of it. Like when they get lost downtown and he sees the (laughs) hot girl and he almost wrecks everybody. And then all of a sudden she's like, Cart, are you okay? And he's like, everything's fine, honey. And he's just like covered in sweat. Yeah. (laughs) My dad and I just laugh so much. So I'd put that as number one. Uh, number two, oh, it's tough. I'd have to put Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Three, I would put Vegas Vacation. What about and European? European right after that. I don't have any problem with that order. I think Vegas Vacation may be number two for me, though. Swap two and three for, for me. I think Christmas may come in third because, dude, there's so much that happens in the Vegas one, too. Wayne Newton is in that movie. <laughs> That's and true. Siegfried and Roy are in that movie. Yeah. It was a different time in Vegas at that point, and it encapsulates it perfectly. I, yeah, and I feel like the – I mean, you definitely have a good argument there because the kids have a little bit more – and that's the funny thing. Each of these movies is different actors playing the kids. Correct, but it's always and, the same parents. Yeah, and my favorite thing is Clark's always like, Russ, Russ. Yeah. And like right Right next him. to him. Right here, Dad. Oh, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> my pen burst <laughs> yeah remember when uh in vegas vacation russ went by uh papa giorgio oh hell yeah dude i uh have ordered pizza under the name papa giorgio for years is that what you uh book your room name under as well when you go there <laughs> uh yeah every now and then every now and then yeah yeah you gotta be from nick papa giorgio from yuma <laughs> gotta be incognito indeed indeed these slm crowds you know yeah, you know, Vegas Vacation is one I haven't seen in a while, so maybe I need to give that one a rewatch this weekend. Dude, the best part is whenever Eddie sits down and pats Wayne Newton's hair. <laughs> Do you need a bodyguard? I'd die for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eddie, he's so great. We also have a drop of Sam somewhere. This is a really old drop. He always loves the car dealer who's the voice of the pig in Toy Story. Changing 1600, that guy. <laughs> and uh, we have this drop of Sam just saying... You could go out and buy a, a bullet and rent a gun. <laughs> so going back to Christmas Vacation, what's your favorite moment in that movie? Dude, so there's several. But whenever right. <laughs> whenever he goes ballistic and <laughs> blows up at the whole family and then puts the Santa coat on with, and is walking around with the chainsaw <laughs> and he saws the newel post off. 
Yeah, uh, it was so loose. It's fixed now. Yeah, fix the newel post because I know that exact feeling of like uh, I've been a homeowner for a while now, so I know something that bothers you and you walk by it all the time, and you finally just get sick of it and rip it off, and you're like, done, fixed, no more problems, you know, or whatever. So that definitely happens. So I know how he feels. There's so many nuances to that movie, though. The turkey thing is always great. The dog hacking up under the table. The fact that Julia Louis-Dreyfus lives next door and just yep. gets their house obliterated by Clark Griswold. Yeah, first it's the carpet that's ruined, and then she she walks over there to finally like punch him in the face, and the next thing you know, comes she out. opens up the door, here comes the dog. Yeah, with the squirrel. Gone. Yeah, the squirrel. <laughs> Shuts the door, gone. But that's the thing is like, uh, and that's almost the beauty of Christmas Vacation 2, though, and that's why it's arguably 2 to 3, because that's the first of those movies where you get a feel for what it's like at the Griswold house at home, because all the right. other ones are travel movies, and that's always been the point, but imagine living next door to somebody who cuts down a tree that just falls through your kitchen window. <laughs> yeah. How angry would you be? Yeah, plus they have the entire family come right you know yeah which is incredible all in the same because it's marie from uh what's everybody loves raymond is yep, the mother yep. you know and it just yeah the whole thing is unreal man that's a great movie it really is. i like when he's freaking out and he's like hallelujah holy shit <laughs> where's the title oh, because <laughs> we all know that feeling too of just being shoved over the edge like that and, and he's so pissed and he's like i'm, I'm not upset I'm, and then he starts dipping eggnog he's like that's good it's good it's good it's good, it's good. And of course, you know, when he finds out about the Jelly of the Month Club Eddie's, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year, Clark. (laughs) Dude, we could quote that whole movie. That movie's so Oh, yeah. If if you're listening to this, if you've never seen that movie, do yourself a favor and and go watch it. And also, don't listen to my fucking podcast again if you haven't seen that movie. Right, yeah. (laughs) It's got some uh, 80s corniness to it, but, you know, you got to look past that. That's Chevy Chase, though. That's his humor. Right. Caddyshack's the same way. Caddyshack is a brilliant movie. We're going to get into watching some golf-themed movies as we get close to the Masters and stuff like that. Definitely. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to we're gonna do some some fun golf coverage and stuff like that. With I, I don't know. We, I think we need to do like maybe like a live-watching party of Tiger on a Sunday type of thing for the Masters. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. So, Justin, do you have any uh, favorite memories or hilarious memories from Christmases of your past back when you were a youth? Oh, man. Uh yeah, I mean, it's always been pretty calm overall. You know, I, I think, so this isn't necessarily specific to Christmas, but it's something I always relate back to Christmas is going, you know, to see family up north and stuff. And my cousins used to love to play this game in a basement. So have you ever really experienced basement life before? A little bit. Uh, we had family friends in Missouri, so they had okay. a big basement. Yeah, so basement life is great. There are unique things that you do when you have a basement. And a game that my cousins used to love to play was a game that was so cleverly titled, Turn Out the Lights and Fight. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. So, you know, Christmas Eve, we'd all go down the, you know, the kids would go down the basement and we'd all turn off the lights and everybody takes their corner and then one, two, three, and everybody goes finding each other and just beats the living hell out of each other. (laughs) And I'm more than convinced, I have some cousins that haven't done shit with their lives. And I'm more than a little convinced that they probably took a few too many blows of the head when they were younger from this game. Because wow. this game terrified me. I'd stay on the stairs and just watch everything happen. Well, or listen for it, I guess. That's almost one of the first things I think of, of Christmas Eve, is do it playing Turn Out the Lights and Fight. So we're like 
props or weapons used? No, no, no. Dude, so there's all kinds of strategies, right? Like punching the air as you walk towards the middle, you know? (laughs) That's a strategy. The sprinkler strategy where you put your arms and just, you know, spin around. That's a strategy that gets you a little dizzy, but it's a strategy. Uh, You know, there there are multiple strategies you can do, but it's just hands and it's just, you know, beating the hell out of each other. Just being kids. You know, that's all it is. Well, I can relate to that. We didn't have basements, but my cousins uh back before they moved to florida uh back when we were young and i know some of them are listening right now uh we used to do you know wrestling so we'd, we'd have wrestling moves and we'd watch wrestling as we we're kids and stuff so grandma would walk in we're doing a power bomb on each other you know <laughs> next thing you know i'm going face first into the uh closet door and, right and uh end up busting my lip yeah, yeah needing but, three stitches but or it whatever. was fun we were having fun we're like oh we're having so much you know we had so much pent-up energy right oh yeah it's, it's just being a kid you know it really is but yeah so I, I think about those times of just being you know home in the snow and all that it's it's always a, a pleasant time it's a tranquil time i was i get a lot of joy from the snow and everything even though it's a pain in the ass to deal with it's just very tranquil especially living here in texas we don't see much of that uh mm-hmm. well we don't see any snow here compared to where you could see snow so that's that's kind of a joke but yeah man it's it just that's kind of what always comes to mind at holiday time gotcha yeah i so when i was a kid my dad would document just about everything with the video camera sure and he had too. big shoulder video camera oh, yeah. there was there was one christmas where uh he set it up on a tripod and then he had this big spotlight deal on a tripod so he just turned it on and we're like trying to open up presents early in the morning. All of a sudden, he turns it on, and we can't see shit. <laughs> we're like, holy crap! Yeah, you know, it's, turn it's the like floodlights off. Beams. Yeah, and he turns it on. And he's like, "Oh, this is so great. The colors look so vivid." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's it's poor man's HD back in the nineties. I mean, well, what you, can you do? You didn't. Nobody knew any better. I mean, that was state of the art. Yeah. But he would let it record for like three hours. Oh yeah, so my dad did this. Dude, I have, I have video footage of me on the teacups at Disneyland. <laughs> Why is that necessary? That's just a camera spinning around. <laughs> uh, I guess he thought it was so cool to have a uh, perspective. You know, well, I didn't have it. It was my dad. <laughs> I was a kid. But yeah, it's funny. There are videos of me at Space Mountain and all that kind of stuff in Florida. In uh, Florida, definitely not Florida. In California. <laughs> You know, at Disneyland when I was young. So, pretty crazy. It, it's nice. worth it. It's just, it's so primitive. Right. Yeah. It, it really is. It, it's it's incredible, though. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I love the holidays. I'm more of a Christmas guy than a Thanksgiving guy. I think we've already talked about that a little bit. Um, that's just always kind of been my preference. Uh, you know, there's usually some good movies coming out around Christmas time. Dude, did you see this Men in Black trailer today? Yes, I did. Uh, so this Men in Black International, that's the name of the movie, came out with a, a trailer today. And yeah, I'm not that excited about it. I couldn't be less interested in that. Were you a fan of the original Men yeah, in Black? Yeah, of course. I own all of them. It's just... Oh, all, yeah. Well, the first three. Yeah. Because uh, I bought it as like a Blu-ray set on like Black Friday kind of thing uh, for like $10. But the first one's the only really good one. Oh yeah, I saw that in theater when it came out. I think uh, we were out on a family vacation or something and watched it, and it's it was great. You know, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. But so the current one has Chris Hemsworth and uh, Tessa Thompson, and they're both great actors. I like Tessa Thompson a lot in uh, Westworld. I think she's an excellent actress. 
but this just looks kind of, you know, that's the thing like men in black, when it came out, you know, it had a sense of corny over the top stuff and, you know, it's kind of based off comics and stuff. And you see a little bit of that in here. I don't know. It looks like it might be a little too silly. Liam Neeson shows up in this thing. Yeah. Pass. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Liam Neeson, but it did seem kind of out of place. That gets the J Mac stamp of pass right there. <laughs> not a not the Neeson fan. No, fuck that guy. The only thing that he's ever been in that's been even remotely decent in my book is his cameo in Ted Two, <laughs> when he's trying to buy yeah. the tricks for kids. Right. Yeah. Did you ever see Taken and some of his other no, movies? I'm not interested in any of that. That sounds fucking terrible. Oh, well, it it kind of surprised me because before that he wasn't really known to be. Uh, he was more of a character actor than anything else. He's always but. a character actor that plays the same character every time. There's something bad that happens. He gets wronged, and then it goes and kills somebody for revenge. It happens every time in every movie he's ever in. Well, except for Batman Begins. Well, that's true, but still. that's That was a little bit more complex character. For sure, but still. Uh, not a fan. Pass. Yeah. yeah, so not looking forward to that. And then another thing that's been around is um, Aladdin. So Ugh. I don't know if you saw, but this week there's been images from the new Disney Aladdin. Of course, Disney's on this whole remake uh, thing quest of you know let's take all of our old cartoons and make movies you know live action movies and so there's been some controversy from it because the images show will smith is a genie but he's not blue well of course not yeah (laughs) that'd be like making a real life simpsons movie and making everybody yellow well so a lot of fans are pretty upset about it you know i can kind of see why he isn't but um the director has come back to respond to all the criticism saying well, he might show up blue in some part of the movie. So, do you know okay. what he looks like? He looks like uh, Shaq and Kazam. <laughs> uh, that's not a movie wrong. I wish I didn't remember. I'm not wrong. I'll just tell you that. Which which Shaq movie is worse, that or Steel? <laughs> oh God, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know. I was limited on options as a kid going to Albertsons and written, you know, videos and stuff. I was like, oh, Shaxon, this is a superhero movie. Oh, That's a shame. Terrible. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story about the giant Shaq dump? No. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I have a friend of mine who, long story short, he lives over in China and he does a lot of different stuff and he was working on this video production team. That's what he typically does video production. Okay. And he shot a lot of commercials and stuff like that. And so this particular company was building this big development and they were trying to pay Shaq to come over there and shoot an ad for this thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they keep offering him money. keep saying, no, I'm good. I've got, pl- you know, plenty of endorsement money here. You know, it's fine. I'm not going to want to do it. You know, whatever. So they finally throw him enough money where he can't confuse, uh, can't refuse. And so fast forward, he gets there and everything. And my buddy is there to help work on this camera crew to shoot this commercial for this development. And so what they had done is they bought a couple or built a couple of model homes. And so they're filming the commercials inside the model homes. And Shaq is standing there and he looks at my buddy and goes, Hey, uh, you know, I got to go use the restroom. You know, where, where's that at? He was like, Oh, well, you know, wander around here. I'm sure there's one right here. And so Shaq goes in, (laughs) in to the restroom, comes out about 20 minutes later and finds my buddy again. He goes, Hey dude, uh, we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> my buddy was like, well, what do you mean? And he said, dude, I took a shit in there and uh, that toilet's not connected to anything. 
because it's a because <laughs> it's a model home. Oh my god! So they got the fuck out of there and went next door and filmed it there. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine who had to go and clean up the giant shack dump? But it was terrible. Can you imagine? And yeah, because when's the last time someone's going to enter that that facility? Correct. You may as well just bulldoze the house. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, it wasn't connected to anything. <laughs> so there's your wow. there's your uh, shack dump story for you. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty Gotta solid. You. It's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, you could say so. <laughs> Maybe. I hope so. <laughs> oh man. Good stuff. Uh, what else is going on? What else is out there? Well, you know, we had some sad news also happen uh, recently. The actress director Penny Marshall of uh, Laverne and Shirley fame. She also yeah. directed Big A League uh, of Their Own. League of Their Own. She was seventy-five. Passed away. Died in her sleep, right? Something like that. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Sad day, man. It was Very Laverne sad. and Shirley. So Laverne and Shirley was a spinoff of Happy Days, right? Uh, yes, I believe it was. Ugh. Did you ever watch Happy Days? I tried to as a kid because, you know, the Fonz and stuff. But the show's nauseating. Yeah, it was. The show's absolutely nauseating. I wonder if Ben ever had a leather jacket. <laughs> ben seems I, like the leather jacket type of guy at some point in his life. We know he does have a leather jacket now that looks just like the Fonz. Does he? Yeah, I saw a picture somewhere. I don't know if it was in a group chat or wherever. Oh Who knows? Well, I'm glad that we took him to task for his Oreo-eating contest dude why we we talked about this on the outfielder so go check it out but why the hell did he dunk them in coffee and why also did he do this at like seven o'clock in the morning yeah and remember his response was to get it out of the way and (laughs) it's not how this works (laughs) yeah which if you're if you have coffee with oreos you're gonna get something out of the way that's for sure and you're gonna have a shack moment later on yeah just hope make sure the toilet's hooked up (laughs) yeah if we've learned anything in this episode make sure the toilet's hooked up yep yeah make sure the toilet's hooked up in the shed ben indeed and stay off the shed stay off the shed if you don't know what get off the shed is go google will ferrell get off the shed you'll find out pretty quick yeah i i don't understand dunking oreos and coffee that just doesn't sound appealing to me nope but you know ben kind of beats to the beat of his own drum and that's just sort of how it goes with him yeah that's true it's content gold for us so we shouldn't complain no, not at all. But yeah, man. So we're we're turning and burning on college bowl blogs. We're gonna have a uh, football show with bowl predictions uh, this coming week. It looks like. So uh, be looking out for that. It'll be me, JB, and Kyle Beats. We were gonna do that video, uh, but I think we're gonna save that for the tournament. So that's something to look forward to for the NCAA tournament in March for March Madness. If we don't go to Vegas and do some some broadcasting from there, we're gonna do kind of a video type of show for March Madness. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Oh, well, you know what that sound is. It's time for us to get out of here. We want to thank everyone for joining us for this edition of Sensibly Loud Radio. If you love the show, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, at SensiblyLoud.com. Thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next week for another edition of Sensibly Loud Radio. 